Hello, friends. I'm Marissa Blackwood, and welcome to All Things Murder. Welcome to All Things Murder, the show that dives into real true crime cases that inspired pop culture movies and shows we know today. I'm Marissa Blackwood, and where are my Chucky fans at? Oh my god. I loved all the Chucky movies, and I even got to see Brad Dorif at Horicon this year, which was so cool. Now, if you've never seen the movies or not even the latest series, not to worry even though you absolutely should go watch them. Child's Play isn't about a notorious serial killer who frequently escapes death by performing a voodoo ritual to transfer his soul into a good guy doll. He gets gifted to a boy named Andy Barkley, and some weird shit starts going down, and that's when Andy discovers that Chucky is alive. Andy and his mother try to warn people about the doll's murderous intentions before Chucky finds his next victim. Ugh, love those movies. Now, I've never messed with creepy dolls because all of the know, but one doll in particular was the inspiration for Chucky. For today, we're going to be talking about the haunted Robert the Doll. Listener's discretion is advised. The creepiest story of Robert the Doll began when he was gifted to a young boy named Robert Eugene Otto in 1904, and he has brought horror to Key West ever since. Now, he's homemade with fabric face, with eyes that are black with hard beads, and he has this little sailor suit. Now, Robert the Doll appears to be a simple, you know, friendly toy, which I don't think that is even remotely true. Please Google Robert the Doll, because I know he does not look friendly at all. He looks creepy as shit. Now, on his lifeless lap sits a disturbing, like, toy dog, Pooch with blue bulging eyes and a long tongue that like hangs out manically out of his mouth. Like just up the creep factor. Now you give Robert a second to look. He's not so innocent. Young Otto was so enamored with this doll that he actually named him after himself and he clothed Robert in his very own clothes. And Robert was like an awkwardly large doll, but Otto carried it with him everywhere he went. Otto was so close to his new friend that his parents would often hear him whispering to it. Now, they thought, you know, oh, a kid's just playing with his doll. No big deal. Until one day they heard a voice, a deep voice, answering back. If I heard some shit coming out of my kid's doll, I would freak the hell out. Corey Converto, who is now the curator of Fort East Martello Museum and Robert's current caretaker, said, What people really remember is that they would probably term as an unhealthy relationship with the doll. He talked about it in first person as if he weren't a doll. He was Robert, as in he is a live entity. Soon, however, strange things did start to happen around the Otto household. According to legend... Otto's parents would wake him up in the middle of the night only to find their poor child screaming on the top of their lungs and surrounded by overturned furniture. As Robert Eugene Otto grew older, Robert the doll became even more malicious as mutilated toys just started peering out of nowhere in the Otto's home. 
And younger Otto would be like, no, Robert did it. Robert did it. I ain't fucking with a doll that's chopping up other toys. No. No. One time, the family hired a plumber to make repairs around the house. No big deal. So the plumber swears he could hear children laughing even though nobody was home. So the plumber starts looking around to see if he could find the sound where he was coming from. And that's when he noticed Robert the doll had moved from one side of the window to the other. The plumber also swore up and down that objects that were in Robert's lap somehow just ended up across the other side of the room as if Robert the doll had thrown them. Now over time, Otto grew up and moved away to study at the Academy of Fine Arts in Chicago then the Art Students League in New York where he met his wife, Anne. Otto would settle back into his childhood home at 534 Eaton Street in Key West, Florida where he called the home the Artist House. Otto designed a special room for Robert in the attic complete with furniture, toys, and even a teddy bear of Robert's own. Can you imagine his wife going like, you're making a room for a fucking doll. What are you doing? She did. Now, Otto's wife, Anne, was not keen on this special treatment for a toy and would ask that he kept the doll locked up. Robert was not happy about this, and it was said that Robert would constantly find his way out of his room and would place himself in a chair facing out of the upstairs window where he could watch people pass by. People who passed 534 Eaton Street would soon avoid walking near that house altogether, for they would swear that Robert the doll would disappear, then come back facing another direction, or he would watch people as they walked by. Visitors of the artist's house would also claim they could hear footsteps from the attic and things in the home would move on their own with no explanation. Robert Eugene Otto died on June 24, 1974. After his death, a woman named Myrtle Reuter bought the artist's house, which meant Robert the doll had a new best friend. Lady, get out. There is a haunted doll in your house. Myrtle lived with Robert for 20 years. It said that she too would take him everywhere, even when she moved to another house in the 1980s. She would finally end up donating the creepy doll to the Fort East Martel Museum in 1994, claiming the doll was indeed haunted. Yeah, we, yeah, try to tell you. Now the museum accepted Robert and thought Myrtle's claims, you know, like, oh, it's just a crazy old lady, you know, oh, whatever. But not long after Robert settled in his new home, the employees would report their own unexplainable occurrences with the doll. Yeah, old lady not crazy now, huh? But that didn't stop numerous tourists to write or even visit Robert. Some that would pray to him and some would apologize for having looked at him the wrong way when they visited him at the museum. Some people would even write to Robert asking him to place curses on people who have wronged them. Imagine if that actually happened. Oh my god. I know people are playing it happened. I already know. I already know. Let me ask the daughter. Solve my problems. No, don't. Robert has received nearly 1,000 letters, candy, money, and some people even left joints. Yeah, chill that doll out, man. Give him whatever he wants. 
To this day, visitors claim they would experience camera malfunctions when in Robert's presence. Now, people who disrespect Robert the doll report days, weeks, or even months of mechanical problems, accidents, strange occurrences, and misfortune. Don't piss the doll off, people. Some people ended up with lost luggage. Others report being struck by lightning. Though it is rare for a death to be attributed to Robert the doll, it has happened. A doll has killed somebody. It has happened. A Key West ghost tour guide had the image of Robert the doll tattooed on his arm, right? And died shortly after it was completed. Like, dude, what? No. Uh-uh. There is or was a trend of hashtag sorry Robert that started from the false belief that Robert the doll doesn't like having his picture taken and that you must ask for permission to do so or else. If you're near Key West, Florida and you want to visit Robert, do so with precaution. Don't do dumb shit to offend a doll, please. Don't want to see people on the news. And that, my friends, is the spooky tale of Robert the Doll. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm Marissa Blackwood, and don't forget to tune in next week for a new All Things Murder, if you dare. of horror movies or true crime or perhaps both like myself don't forget to like and subscribe and don't forget to check out my tiktok at sinister marissa